0: Okay, we're live, we're live, live, like actually live, for real life, Mm -hmm. like you mean it. We're live, guys. What's going on, D-Bags? Hope you guys are all doing well. We're back here again with another episode of the Detox Podcast, episode 211, to be exact. And if you're new here and enjoy music, podcasts, comedy, or hooping videos, do consider subscribing because we've got a whole lot of that stuff going on around here. And when you do subscribe, leave a like or hang out with us here in the live chat. Uh, it helps us share conversations and laughs like you're going to hear tonight with more people. So do consider doing that. helps us out a ton. Um, aside from that, uh, I guess before I can get into today's episode, we also very, very soon. I guess maybe I shouldn't even say it yet, but we we recently um, just hit some partner milestones with YouTube that we'll get into in a second. Yeah, I'll wait wait till we get into the show for that. Before I can get into the show, I got to talk to you guys a little bit about your grooming because you're messing up, okay? Uh, We've all been there before. Maybe you waited a little too long to trim the hedges and uh, the cutesy little garden you had underneath has turned into a little bit of a sprawling rainforest of sorts. It's a little sweaty, a little musty. It's not it's not a vibe. Let's just say that. And uh, what do you do? You reach for that cheap razor that maybe you picked up from uh, Walmart, Target, however many years ago, and uh, you start going to town. You realize very, very shortly after that it's a dangerous game you're playing. You don't got to do that anymore, okay? You got to go nuts. Uh, go Nuts is a revolutionary, first of its kind, uh, brand new personal groomer that's unique design. is unlike anything else on the market. Um, this guy right here is what it looks like. It's a, listen to that. This is the patented. It's got two magnetic attachments um, for the razor itself. It's got a charging port that it sits in like this. Um, like this. There you go. Uh, it's it's very neat. I've been using it myself. It's, it's very good. It's got uh, basically... A couple of different attachments one is a more of a floating shave and the other one is to come in and get rid of some of that stubble and it's got a patented design which is this guy right here that is uh, designed to not to make sure it doesn't cut you so what are you doing playing yourself with these products that promise you they're gonna get you different results but use the same tech and they end up leaving you with the same cuts and nicks um, so Order it today at uh, thegonuts.com, or if you want to support the channel, we have an affiliate link down in the li- in the bio below, uh, and you can use code um, Rita47, because we're like that, um, to save some money. So why not do it, and uh, support, uh, support the homie Landon over there. Um, yeah, check them out. Check them out, Go Nuts. Uh, it's time to get your grooming right, and Go Nuts. Uh, now, that good stuff out of the way. We've got the Bro, it's two thirty AM. Okay, well, first okay, I'll get to that in a second. Okay, YouTube partner program update. Last week, we're just we're jumping straight into it today on the show. Last week I mentioned that we were very, very close. We were we were hours away, like less than ten hours or so away from hitting the watch time threshold. Uh hitting the, the watch time threshold to become a partner um, with YouTube. And uh we we have hit that threshold. So that's a big congrats to you guys, um, that's awesome, uh, yeah, McKenna is wooing here in the studio, yeah, it's, it's dope, we did it, and it's all thanks to you guys. Um, so we hit the threshold, what does that mean? Right now nothing, uh, it just meant I was able to apply to become a partner, so they still have to like review some things, I had to get approved for, you, for Google AdSense, uh, as well as uh, approved through YouTube itself. Um, Like the channel, making sure the channel is, uh, you know, abiding by whatever guidelines they have in place. So that's that's dope, man. I mean, it's been a busy few months for me, um, to say the least, where I've just been working a lot and then working um, on the podcast and on the clips and on, uh, you know, sponsorships and working with different companies through through my company to do some marketing and things like that for them. And so uh, I'm, you know, just slowly but surely making this to making this a viable option for me as a career. OK, where it's like I'm, I make some you guys know I make some money from this show. We've done a lot of views across everything, not always on individual episodes, but we have we have been grinding. OK, and that's awesome. But we are now finally getting to a place where I might be able to to get to do this and just this, which would be the, the coolest thing. I'm not. It's not that close, I'm making it sound a lot closer than it is uh, But it it's not an insurmountable uh, mountain or odds like it once was Which is dope, it just, it's super cool um, Let's check out what's going on in the live chat We got Duncan saying we live, fam. yeah I know it was a little bit of a delay We had a little bit of an issue, actually let me know if there's any issues with the audio We were having some problems, for whatever reason, the computer was acting up I don't know why, I wish I knew why um, I am on path, on track now, finally to be able to to get uh, a computer, which is that's another crazy thing, guys. I will say this to pick myself up right now because I don't know if you can tell, I'm blinking a lot. My eyes are very dry, and I'm I'm very tired today. It's been a it's been like I said a busy stretch for me. Um, but this is a, this is some good news here. I was breaking down some numbers and uh, looking at looking at the business itself. And I knew we were, you know, because I hadn't, we basically, I invested so much up front and had put a lot of stuff in, um, over the last couple of years in terms of like buying new equipment, making sure we had the stuff to be kind of self, um, self-maintained and I didn't need to outsource anything to anybody else or pay for like individual services for people to do like a one-time thing Like we kind of, I own everything so that I can, I can in continually use it over and over again, which is dope and which is really nice. And now we're at the point where investment is not paid off, but we're turning profit every month. Every month, baby. That's big. Not to say that we, we didn't have months where we were before, but we are now. Obviously not counting labor costs because my I'm I'm not paying myself and I am working a lot. So... If we were to take that into consideration, it would not be making a profit. But we are making profit right now because I work for free, I guess. Zero dollars. Um, we got... Uh, yeah, now we're here. But we are here now. Bro, it's 2.30 a.m. in Greece. What am I doing here? Jesus, you are vibing with us, says Duncan. Um, we appreciate you, Coco. Coco is the goat. Um, appreciate you <laughs> jumping in the live in Greece. That's crazy. Uh, that's dedication, man. That's dedication. I'm going to the bahamas soon and i think it works out where i don't have to do a pre-recorded episode like i'll be back but i might do one just in case um in case there's like a delay in the flights or anything um i might be doing a pre-recorded episode that week and who knows if i'll be able to tune in from the Bahamas? i don't know what's going on out there i don't know hopefully they got wi-fi in the bahamas i think so maybe um but uh yeah man so that's an update with the youtube partner program my like God, I'm dropping things. I just wanted to get right to that at the beginning. Um, also, you know, you, you read the title, maybe saw the thumbnail. Talk about some axe throwing today. Talking about throwing the good old axe. A little, this action, a little Kratos, God of War action, right? Um, I did that this past weekend for the first time. And it was in it was a rip-off, I will say. That it was a little bit of a rip-off. It's actually fun. It is f- quite fun to do. But specifically, the place we went to, I guess, was a little bit of a scam, in my opinion, because uh, apparently it's it's quite a bit cheaper in other places and a better, just a better overall experience. So I'll break it down for you real quick. We went to, over this past weekend, uh, had some family come visit, some friends come visit, entertain a bunch of people at, at the crib, and we're going out to mil- uh in Milwaukee out on the city and one of the things I got when I moved in here, uh, my mom had gotten me a gift card for like this thing it, it's like a bunch of different it's it's valid at a bunch of different places like bars and play and uh, other types of um spaces in in the city that all like accept this gift card and so it was kind of a cool thing it was hundred bucks on it and you know it's very nice for her to do that. Shout out to her. And we hadn't used it the whole time we've lived here. Uh, and I don't know if you guys have been doing the math with the episodes of when the first episode was that we did here. But I, it was a while ago now. It's been like eight months almost. Um, and uh, we hadn't used it. So we had people over. And we were like, we're going to, why don't we why don't we use this thing? And so we go. We have six people with us, right? Yeah, six people with us. And we go to this place because we were like, oh, axe throwing will be cool. I never done it. None of us had done it. It seemed interesting. It's kind of like... You know, similar to bowling, you know, you get your own little lane and and you just do it up is what I thought. So we pull up and we're like, hey, we got this gift card. You guys take this gift card. We're a little, you know, weirded out. Like, do they actually take this? And uh, dude at the counter just grabs it and he's like, yeah, 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 we do. And puts it down and like he's he just like starts bringing us up and we're like, OK. I mean we didn't really decide. He's like, I need you guys to fill out some forms. So we fill out some forms. Uh, and then we we come back up to him and he's like, Okay, it's gonna be ninety some dollar like ninety eight dollars right now. Do you want us to keep the tab open or close it out? And we're like The gift card was a hundred bucks and there's six of us. I thought when we were going out in my head, was we're gonna go to this place, we're gonna use this gift card. And we're probably gonna be able to get like a maybe a couple of drinks or an appetizer with the gift card and doing the thing. No, sir. It was thirty dollars ahead. So it was hundred and eighty bucks. Then plus tax brought us to the ninety whatever dollars. Plus, this is where it gets crazy. So we the dude starts breaking it down for us. He brings us to the lane. Um, brings us to the lane. We're getting set up. Uh, where so he's teaching us, like, hey, you can't – don't hand the axe to anybody after you throw it. You put it in this, this holder, and then they'll take it out of the holder so no one, there's no risk of, like, handing it to somebody and then stabbing them or something like that, right? That would be bad. That would not be good. And uh, so he's, he's breaking it down for us. He's showing us, like, hey, this is how you do it two-handed. This is how you do it one-handed. Stand at, the, stand at this line. Just kind of showing us the ropes. And then as we're about to get going, he hits us with uh, – or hits the ladies that are with us with – you guys can't wear open-toed shoes um you're gonna have to you know borrow some clogs from us basically there were some basically half yeezy clogs for the front of your shoe that just it's just a rubber it was rubber right like a rubbery synthetic thing that uh sat on the front of your toes and then it was a strap that came around the shoe um so that had to go over your shoe and you had to wear that so we're like okay i guess we'll take those then And um, we're going, we're throwing some axes, we play a cut. we do a couple of rounds, and I see the the person at the counter looking at us a little weird, and I'm like, we can finish this third round, right? Like, what's, like, when are we done? Are Are they trying to kick us out or something? And they were looking at, they just kept eyeballing us, and I was like, what is happening? So somebody goes over there, and they're like, mentioned, like, hey, like, uh, or they went to get a drink, and the person at the counter, I'm sorry, mentioned, hey, you guys got, like, 15 minutes. And we're like, what? And they're like, yeah, you're supposed to only get an hour, but I wasn't watching, so I didn't start the timer right away. And I, this is where I got pissed off, okay? Because first off, I'm not good at axe throwing, so I was doing poor, a poor job. And then, on top of that, we find out that it is $30 an hour per person, not including clogs, because they charge us for the clogs. They charge us for the fucking half shoes for the three people that had to wear them. Um, and it was some bullshit. And I found out after the fact that other places do it where, like bowling, how you, like, rent a lane, and then it's however many people – and if you need shoes, they buy shoe. You know, you buy your own shoes separately. Makes way more sense. Um, but that's not how they do it. That's not how we do it in the axe throwing community. I will say, axe throwing itself is fun. So if you are an enthusiast of axe throwing, I stand with you. But I will not be doing it at this place anymore. And I'm not gonna say it because I again I don't have lawyers for that. I don't know how. I don't know how that shit works, dude. My eyes. I think, yeah, you're going to have to get me some eye drops. I, I Here's the thing. You guys are going to witness something that is embarrassing because I can't do eye drops. But I'm going to have to try because, dude, it is so bad. It, they definitely saw you. And why are you you're hitting my – you're hitting the camera right now. Uh, okay, there's a chair. My, You can, you can just walk pa- – you could have just walked past. It would have been easier. Okay, she's – just fucking stand up and walk past it. You just should. we're on a podcast. You cannot shush me right now. Uh this is we need to flip the fucking camera. Yeah, the clogs were four each. It's some bullshit, bro. Some bullshit. Uh but basically when you're throwing the axe, if I could give you any tips or explain to you what it's like, um picture Do I have anything in here that is like top heavy? It's interesting. You're holding like, uh, I mean, it is an axe. But the, the weight of it is because it's all on the top. You want to really, like, snap it down on your throw. So they give you either – either you're doing it, you know, behind the head, over the top, throwing it that way. Or you're throwing it one-handed. Those are the two ways you're doing it. If, I, if I'm even in camera still after she smacked a camera, right? Um, McKenna there, Duncan says to say hi. Um, so that's how you throw it. Issue is – at least in my specific case cuz i'm not again i'm not very good my hand is i have like my pinky i don't know my hand is my hands are big and so i'm like holding this thing and my pinky is like messing with this other finger here so what happened is i almost died and killed myself just walk in front of it just walk in front of it you already turned the, you already turned the camera okay we'll fix the camera please 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 yeah yeah we're we're on camera you're a pa right now okay that's good that's great this is this is documented forever right now that moment that moment was documented forever um and so yeah you could just throw it one-handed the Alyssa method as mentioned in the comments um and uh, yeah, you, you throw it, and basically you want to get a little bit of spin. It stabs in the board. There's like, a one if you get it on the board, it's one point. You get it on the outside, it's two. You get it in the inside, it's three, and bullseye is five. And then there's these two random green dots at the top. They're very small. That if you call them on your last throw, you get ten points if you if you hit it. Um, crazy stuff. And it was fun, but it is extremely dangerous because they have this rubber that sits like three quarters of the way um, in the down the lane. The end of it is like hay, like, uh, so that it can fall nicely. But the before this, before the board, it's all rubber. And so what happens is sometimes if you throw it really hard at this board, it bounces off of it, and then it'll hit this rubber and bounce back at you. And we had a couple scary ones, but none as scary as the one time it got basically, like I mentioned, I had to have my pinky up like this every time I was throwing it. I'll do it from the side here just so you can kind of see. I'm like this and like I had to have my pinky up so that it was out of the way of the fucking axe and basically one time I forgot to do that and pinky gets hooked on the axe axe down spins directly in front of me onto the rubber and bounces like I mean it missed me but um, that was that was death I was inches away from death because of a game I paid $30 an hour to play so it's not a good look it was not a good look and I was I'm not gonna lie to you I was pissed off I wanted to beat up the guy who sold us the fucking the lane bro cause he didn't sell us the lane he just gave us I mean he just charged us 30 bucks a person and it just was whack because he took the card like we were this thing is accepted at like a bunch of fucking places and we were not really set on a specific thing to do that night we were just like we're gonna use this card and so I was a little pissed off at the way this guy. It was like kind of an awkward interaction, you know. And he just kind of took it and was like, "Yeah, I'll start ringing you guys up." And we're like, "Whoa!" Like, and I just didn't say anything to to um, stop him. And then yeah, we ended up paying a bunch of money for something that's kind of dumb. Um, I guess the sport in general, if you will call it, that was cool, but it was uh, it was a waste of money, I'll say. So if you're thinking about going axe throwing, call ahead and see if it's by the lane. Or by the, uh, like by person by hour, because that's straight up bullshit. And if we would have had one more person, like if we would have had seven people, the like scorecards wouldn't have worked, like because the scorecards are only for six people. So like I don't know if it's a six person maximum, or like if you had more people, like because if you had more people than six, like we had six people and it was take it would take you know quite a while per round because it's like. It's five throws per per turn, and then there's, like, three turns in, like, a full round, if you will. Uh, and so it was, yeah, I don't know. It just was not worth the money, man. Not worth the money. A fun thing to do, but just not worth it and dangerous. My mom kept jumping. It's, it's I feel like this is maybe not a great great podcasting material because you can't see anything the way I'm seeing it in my head. Um, so I feel like I've let you down, but yeah, it is pissing me off. Um, we've got, uh, McKenna says, I beat you though. Yeah, she did. She did beat me. So she can add that to the list of things that she's better than me at. Um, guess you could call that guy a jackaxe. Wow. <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's why we read the comments here. That's why we do it. Um, so something that's embarrassing for me is, uh, I, I'm not good at putting in eye drops. I don't even know how to do it um hope I just dropped something you shake it, you shake it? Yeah. so I'm gonna do that right now I'm gonna show you how to put in some eye drops as someone who doesn't know just like this yeah, okay uh someone who doesn't know what they're doing is about to put in an eye drop should I pretend like it's a tutorial no, no? first you want first thing you wanna do first thing you wanna do lightly shake the eyedropper. That's what you would call this, right? An eyedropper. Sure. sure. Okay. Then you want to open eye. Wait. Oh, no. Wait. Don't put, put your eyeball. Did it go in? It's just on my... Oh, it's in. Oh, it's in. <laughs> <get> <laughs> That's not good, man. That's one. Okay, I can't see still. Let's get this other one. Uh, Okay, guys. I got him. I just don't like it, bro. I don't even know what's going on right now, bro. I'm so fucked up. I was going to have one of the homies on the podcast today, and uh, it just ended up not happening. Let's just say that. And I'm all thrown off. I have some things (laughs) that I want to talk about today, but I am just... I am out of sorts, so I apologize. I feel like I'm letting you guys down. Um, I feel similarly to how it can feel sometimes when you are entertaining people. So like I mentioned, we had a bunch of people over this weekend, and um, we were hosting. So, you know, you're kind of responsible a little bit for entertaining people and making sure that things are are running smoothly or going smoothly. Did that even work? I don't even know if those worked. Um, And so... And doing that in in hosting and making sure people are are uh, are happy, there comes some interesting times interesting decision making moments um you know it, there's a lot of pressure in that you're 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 dealing you're juggling with different people's wants and needs and me as somebody who's like a people please i just want to see everybody have a good time everybody get along um it can, be, it can be tough, man, because some people want to do stuff that no one else wants to do, and other times, you know, people, it's just conflicting ideas and, and perspectives, and it, it can be a lot. Um, so we ended up doing quite a lot this weekend, though. Um, Alyssa says she has a video. Um, some people, oh, a video of my mom. Okay, we'll show it. We will, we'll do it. All right, mom. Don't be upset about this if you're watching. This is what axe throwing looks like with my mom. Don't 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 give her too much grief. Okay, can you see? They can't see that. I got to turn the fucking the brightness is all the way up. You can see it a little. I zoomed in a little bit. This is my mom too. Jumping. Why is she doing this? Why does she have to jump? I don't know, but that's probably why she didn't. I think she ended with like four points, six points, or something like that. Which, if you broke, if you were listening to before about the scoring, it, it's not a lot. That's not a lot of points. Um, but yeah, just an interesting weekend. So we're 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 maintaining all these other people's ideas and things. I end up going. Rock climbing Because you guys know Justin who's been on the show Before he wants to go rock climbing So we go rock climbing uh, People want to go for breakfast We go for breakfast um, We we check out this restaurant Then then this festival and, and we're just doing a lot Doing a lot And it was It's exhausting It's tiring It can be It can be a lot man uh, Alyssa and Justin bro they, they are enemies to lovers Yes Um but yeah, entertaining guests is just it's it's a it's a little intimidating. One of my homies that was staying here, we found out halfway into one of the nights that they hadn't peed in like fourteen hours. <laughs> you know, that's information that I have to take in and figure out what to do with. Um and then somebody else, uh, you know, we're getting ready to do something. We're getting ready to go a place decided that they needed time to meditate 20 minutes it's just a lot of things going on man a lot of things pulling you in different directions making you learn about yourself in a way um so it was fun it was good fun um but yeah just crazy craziness and it kind of leads into the craziness that was uh, harley fest this past weekend in uh milwaukee wisconsin which is where we shoot the show um so, I'm, again, we're hanging out with people all weekend, uh, having a good time. The uh, the 120th anniversary of Harley-Davidson Company, I believe, I think, the motorcycles, I don't know, uh, was this weekend. Or they were celebrating it this weekend. And uh, so they had the Harley Fest. There was Green Day playing, did a play a show, as well as the Foo Fighters. And, and they had all these other things going on around the city. But mostly... A lot of very, very loud motorcycles. I'm from a small town uh, in here here in Wisconsin, and you hear loud motorcycles often, but you're in like a space where that just that sound sort of just it's there for a second and then it goes. In a city with the buildings, I think it has to do with the buildings. Those people are ripping it, bro, and it is so like deafeningly loud. That I'm like, there's no way. I worked in a mu- I, I've worked in a music venue before, and I've sat next to the stage during an entire show, and it was the first time that I had to realize I was like, damn, I need to wear ear protection. I was like, this is terrible, and I was walking around all weekend thinking, I think I should have some in just in case, because it was that bad, where some of them it'd be four or five of them rip past you, dude, or they get st- like maybe they rip past you. And it's a city, you know, so it's not like they're going far if there's another red light. And then they're they're sitting at the light and you've got all the low rumbling. And it's just, it was a lot. It was a lot. I got nothing against bikers. You guys look cool. You guys do look cool. I mean, you guys scare me, scare the shit out of me. I will say that. Motorcyclists scare the, the actual shit out of me because it's like so dangerous. A big enough rock in the road and you're done. Or a big enough, honestly, I know a lot of people like, a lot of people ride motorcycles even down south and stuff like that. I would be terrified to ride a motorcycle in the south because there are bugs there that just don't stop growing. Here in the Midwest, shit dies. Like all the bugs, after a certain time of the year, they all go underground or they die. That You know, our, our, uh, our flies and stuff, like crazy big one will be like this big. You go down south. I visited Kentucky a couple of times. My friend that was driving me down there, white car. We got off when we pulled into the the resort and got out of the car and we you know, taking the interstate there and then taking a bunch of back country roads to get there, we got out of the car. Front of the car was black from dead bugs. Huge fucking bugs, dude. Just terrifying. Like if you've ever like been in a pool and a bee is flying around you or a horse fly or something, you start splashing, you know, they might fly away, they might get scared, fly away. Out here, out in out in Kentucky, horsefly flying around you in the pool, you start splashing. It thinks it's a game, bro. That thing's the size of your palm. Terrifying. Um, so imagine one of those. You're going 60 on a motorcycle, smacks you in the face. You're done, bro. You can't tell me you're not done. Um, and speaking of which, I'm sitting outside, just chilling near near an intersection. And um I'm talking to the homies. Somebody comes sliding into this intersection on their Harley. Like, I mean, it slid like they fucking fell off and just slid. Scary, terrifying sound. Um, and then we look to see what is going on, and it's uh, a girl that probably weighed like 110 pounds, 120 pounds, like a little small girl. I mean, I was a woman. But a small woman on a fucking, like, 800-pound motorcycle, 900-pound motorcycle. Well, not on it. She's on the ground now. Fucking, like, you know, like, she's not wearing shit, bro. She's in a fucking, like, white, uh, like, like loose-fitting, like, button-up thing. Uh, and then some, cow, like, some jean shorts and cowboy boots. And I couldn't see her, the leg of the side she slid on. But I imagine it's probably pretty fucking ripped up. And, like... She got up, you know, right. Well, pretty much right away. But all these other bikers came because they had to help, like lift the fucking bike up for her. And I'm like, don't you think maybe, just maybe, it's a little bit of a, a danger or a dice roll, to say the least, to get on something that you can't like. If you can't pick it back up, I don't know if you should be on it, you know. And I'm that's not saying like I'm sure guys aren't fucking sitting there being able to, like, bench press their Harleys. I'm not saying you need to be able to do that, but, like, usually it's, you know, some bigger boys on there, men and women, that can fucking, you know, lift that thing up. Because then she was sitting at the light. Like, she wasn't even at... I don't know if she wasn't paying attention or what, because she wasn't, like, the person up at the light. She was behind a couple of cars. So after they picked her up and everything, the light had changed. By the time she'd gotten up, the light had already changed, and it was red again. And so she, like like slowly inched up to the light and she's like trying to put her feet down, you know, as bikers do when they're like kind of trying to stop fully and she's struggling. And I'm like, I'm sure she's a little bit like taken aback from the situation that just happened. But also this is just making me very, very nervous that it's going to happen again. And I know me personally, if I fall off, if I fell off in the middle of the city during the fast for the thing, I'm like, nah, bro, I'm going to sit out. I'm going to just be an enthusiast. I'm not doing it. If you fall, I don't know. If you fall on a motorcycle or like a moped going fast, like I feel like it's so shitty because of the fact that you have to get up and like wherever you were going, like you have to get up and then like still go there, like take that same thing and go there. And it just, I feel like it's just deflating. Like I would just be like, no, I'm going to walk home. Like I just even if, I'm thankful she didn't get like really seriously injured, but like still, even with a bunch of scratches, I wouldn't be able to do it. Um, I'm too good at axe throwing. I'd make you all feel embarrassed. You would get distracted by Alyssa's Riz and lose. That, <laughs> yeah, she was she was risen, risen everybody up. But yeah, dude, these Harleys, man, they're crazy. I'll say this too. That look twice save a life shit, bro. You guys gotta take some accountability on that, bro. Because you guys, you guys be wilding on the interstate. This should be five, four or five lanes, and these guys on crotch rockets or or Harleys or whatever will be fucking weaving in and out, not looking, not saying shit. I saw one guy. This wasn't on the interstate, but this is you know not far from it. We're driving. And this guy's next to it. He just like fucking swerved behind, uh, in between two cars, and he's up in front of us. And he's like checking this map. He has a printed map on his Harley of the city. And he's like trying to look at this map. And then he's, and I'm, what the fuck, bro? On the Harley. He just cut somebody off. Like he just, he was behind us, cut somebody off to get right next to us. And so I'm looking. And this dude is fucking, he's got this big, like, I don't know, something probably around the size of, of this fucking map. And he, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's where I'm going. Like, bro, you look twice. Save your own life, bro. Or like the look twice, save a life shit. Like, yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do whatever I can to keep you safe. I don't want to kill anybody. But it's like, dude, you see these guys in shorts, no helmet on just like a, a pair of fucking Walmart Ray-Bans on the interstate going 80 miles an hour weaving out of in and out of traffic no signal like maybe maybe you should do something bro i'm i'm trying to keep you safe i don't wanna i don't wanna hit you it looks funny in GTA it don't look like that in real life i don't know bro we got to we got to do something because that shit is dangerous you know if if i'm sure it's very fun but it is it is crazy Um, I've, I've taken a June bug in the face at speed before good times. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm sure it's, it's not, man. I'm sure it's fucking not, bro. Those, those shits are crazy. It's, I don't know. I just, motorcycles are not for me. Motorcycles are not for me to say the least. I'm sure they're very cool, but, uh, the fastest I want to go is a moped max, maximum. And I would ride that in the city, you know, just zip around. I'm not trying to go fucking nuts with it. Um, that's just, that's just me, though. That's just me, though. Um, we have some other things to get to. We got some crazy stuff going here in, here in the chat. Uh, let's go axe throwing. Um, I'm down. <laughs> okay, we got some trash talk going on in the chat. Um, but uh, I got to say this. I'm going to say it one time and one time only. Don't invite me to a Facebook page if you are going to quit doing whatever that Facebook page is a week later. Because I cannot tell you how many times... And I feel bad. I really do feel a little bad because I know what it's like to start a thing and people not care about it. But I also have this weird amount uh, or I I think it's a healthy amount of maybe self-hatred where I don't think I am worth your time. So I don't have the delusional... Asp- I do have delusional aspirations I don't have the this idea in my head that I you are that I'm entitled to your attention if that makes sense um where and, and I'll explain what I mean right here I get there's people all the time that they, like, they start something new and then like they'll invite every single person on their Facebook friends to like that page or they'll tell everybody they know hey subscribe to this and it's like well wait wait one second. Like, sure, if, if you're my homie, you know, I, I trust you, whatever, whatever. I'm, I might, you know, do that. But it's like, I don't know if you're going to do this, if you're going to keep doing this. I don't know what it even is going to entail. I don't know if you're going to make one video and then never do it again. I don't know if, you know, whatever business you're t- asking me to like, if you've even gotten an LLC or did you just make a Facebook page because you're like, this was a good idea. You know, I don't know how serious you are about it. So, like, let me just wait and see how serious you are. I'ma still support you. I'ma like to put whatever, whatever. But I think it's like really weird when people like specifically invite you to a Facebook page, especially if they're not if they're not taking what it's it's very seriously. I feel like it's a little bit me personally is a little disrespectful. Not like to the person necessarily, but I feel like almost like. I don't know, it cheapens it cheapens the shit for everybody, right? Where it's like I've had tons of people that, that have that I've known that have like done YouTube and quit or done music and quit. And when those people get on social media and they're like, Oh my friends and family, like whatever, whatever, or they tag forty artists in a post about a link of their song or something like that, it gets a little annoying. It gets a little tiresome. Um, because it's like It's it's kind of like asking somebody to tip you if that makes sense, you know, and I do think obviously people that work in the service industry, I do think should be paid more in general. And I think uh, you should tip. And if you don't, you're a piece of shit. But it's like it would be weird to, like, go up to somebody and be like, you're going to tip me good. Right. Like, that's weird. I don't like just do a good job you know, just do your job. I'm not saying be perform, be crazy, perform over the top, whatever. Just do your job. Right. In the terms of this, right. If you want to do the business, just do the business and make a good product or make something, a service that is interesting, enticing. And I'm a like, it, especially if I like you, if you're my friend, but I, I see these people all the time where they get on, they're like, man, I've been doing this for two weeks and no, none of my friends and family are supporting me. And then like a month later, you know, that, that post gets eight likes from, like, four other people that quit doing something else also. And then, you know, a month later, they're not doing that thing anymore. But the page is still there. And now they're just, like, reposting, like, weird horny memes on Facebook. And I'm like, what's going on? Um, I just think it's weird. And and I the reason I, I – so, like, I mentioned that I don't have that, like – I feel like I'm not – I feel like I'm intrusive. Like, I – you might think that I'm good at this stuff because I do it all the time. Or that it's like natural for me to like post a bunch of shit about myself um like post post as much as i post right you might think like man he's darren is he's a spammy guy like he just whatever whatever and it's like nah man that's really hard for me to do like i feel shitty sometimes but that's what you have to do to play this game you know what i'm saying like you have to be available you have to post these things whatever whatever um And even I mentioned it before when we were doing the 200th episode, when I tried to do like an on the street person interview, I have to be in such a good place mentally to be able to do that. And I have to be like vibing with the homies, like super, super hard to be able to do something like that, because it's so hard for me to like stop somebody from doing whatever it is they're doing to be like, hey, talk to me for a second. Like, I just, I feel intrusive, I feel shitty, like I'm taking something from them, so I don't know, just a thought, don't do it, don't, uh, don't quit right away, you know, if you're gonna, if you're gonna invite me to a Facebook page, and if you do invite me, and I don't accept, I don't fucking like it, because I don't think I've liked many, don't take it personally, wait two weeks, and if you're still fucking doing it, maybe I'll like it, um, but yeah, I, I don't know why I had to get into that, um, what else we have going on here? For sure, and my blankets don't have cat fur on it. Um, you gotta tip him. No. You <laughs> Oh, yeah, that did happen actually. We were at when we were at the axe or thing. You I don't you guys have probably seen the meme where it's like somebody's like, Oh my god, your dog is so cute and then he pets the girl's dog and then she's like, Thank you, like yeah, or yeah, he is and then she turns and hand like it's the phone and it's like uh what is that? What is the toast? And it's like, you can tip 20% or whatever. And they're like, what the fuck? Because like, we'd be tipping on all this shit because corporations don't want to pay fucking employees. So it's like, yeah, tip the fucking person to Subway that just typed in what the other person made. Like that, it's weird, right? But it's like, we're doing it. Um, This fucking thing, we get done ax throwing and this guy flips the screen over. And after we got charged, and we like, I mean, I audibly was like, Wait for real? When they told us the price after we gave him a hundred dollar gift card, and um, he, he they flip it over and it's like, "What do you want to tip?" And I go, "You gonna tip him?" And Alyssa, <laughs> Alyssa goes, "He goes, no," <laughs> and fucking signs it and whatever. And don't feel that bad for him. He it wasn't a service job, right? He wasn't making us drinks. He wasn't. He literally just was like, "This is how you play the game. I'm gonna take your money." Okay, thank you, buddy. And so yeah, we didn't tip him. Maybe that makes me a jerk, but it is what it is. Um it's uh it's officially three a.m. though, so I'm gonna go to bed and finish this later. LOL, let Well, yeah, she didn't finish her sentence. Good night, Coco. Appreciate you stopping by from Greece. Look at that. We eat worldwide right now. Detox is worldwide. Um good stuff, man. Good stuff. Uh I wanted to mention about quickly, I know I updated you guys about the YouTube stuff. Yearly goals, man. You guys know I'm a goal-oriented person. Or I try to be, um, dude. I have been, I have been slacking on these these big goals. Like I'm, I'm making lots of little progress, you know, in in the day-to-day stuff. But I've just been getting caught up in it. And and I looked at the the my yearly goals, um, or I had like it was a, a list of like shit I wanted to get done in the next two years. And, um, that I started last year and like, dude, I'm like this, this shit isn't moving. And it's a tough, it it hits home when you look at that, man. And, and I've been reading, uh, David Goggins book, his second book. And there's a bunch of memes with him. If you don't know who he is, he's a very inspirational guy, uh, Navy SEAL, um, among other things, ultra marathon runner public speaker, lots of lots of interesting stuff under his belt. But he has there's this meme with him because when he was in uh Buds and uh Hell Week of Navy SEAL training, um you have to carry these boats on your head with like six people. And um him and his his, he led his group to like do some crazy shit and they were like making it the whole thing was like they're making the boats their bitches and they're like, you know, like we got this like we're gonna make that shit ours. We're not gonna let them like, let the people running the thing take our souls. Like, we're going to fight through it. We're going to make it look easy even though we have nothing left to give. Whatever, whatever. So there's this meme where he's like, who's going to carry the boats? Who's going to carry the boats? And he's, like, going crazy in the gym, like, doing this shit. So people, like, use it in other funny, weird ways. Um, but lately, dude, I've been I've been really thinking about that. Like, I looked at that list and I was like, damn. Because I've, I've complained about it before on this podcast where I've said, like, man, if I stop doing it today... I don't think there would be somebody that would be like, "Hey man, like what's going on with you, Darren? Like you said you were going to do this, like whatever, whatever." And I realized as much as that sucks, that does not matter. Because who is going to carry the boats? Who's going to like it how I interpret that is that there is nobody else that's going to that cares as much and can do as much for your problems as you. And um and I read his first book, so I have already heard that a million times. But for whatever reason, I was reading this one. I got a video recommended to me, you know, on the for you page or whatever, and it just like it it clicked. And and I was looking at this sheet, like, man, I have to fucking you have I have to prioritize me. You have to prioritize you um, because nobody is gonna stop and say, hey, hey, uh, Jared, are you are you keeping up with your, you know, that thing you said you wanted to do? Now, great friends, I'm not saying great friends will. Great friends will. Uh, I had a. I had called a buddy of mine. I think I talked about it last week. I just got off the phone with a friend of mine um, and he had a big career advancement. And literally the four or five days before that, maybe a week or so, I had I had seen him and was like, hey, man, like what's going on with you? Like, uh, I know you're always, you know, working an angle like what's the thing you're working on right now? some people are on that some people are about that But most people don't care and it's not their it's not their job to care it's your job to care about the things that you want to get done and you want to see in yourself or in life or in business whatever and um, I don't know man it just I've been thinking about it a ton and since my buddy who's been on the podcast a billion times is right now he's doing his training for the Air Force is his basic I the other day I'm reading my book in the morning and my morning routine is like this I wake up I read I journal I drink a bunch of water, I edit until I have to shit, I shit, I'll go work out, then I do whatever else I got to do that day, it changes day to day, but that's kind of like my beginning of the day, and I get done reading, and I'm like, oh man, I'm so fucking tired, and I just want to like lay back down, and not get up to go journal, and start the other things, and I, it, I literally, like I pictured in my head two things, I was like, man, my what? I was like, what is Pat doing right now? Which is probably getting screamed at in a very close quarter. Somebody's probably fucking, you know, right here spitting on his face. Um, and then I was thought, who's going to carry the boats? Like who is going to – if I don't edit it, who is, right? No one will. And I don't know why. Maybe it's stupid. Maybe it's silly. Maybe you guys are like it's whatever. But I just – something to think about. And if you're in a place like that, I just want you to think about it. Uh, my eyes, dude, are fucking – we can do. They look crazy on camera right now. Like, I feel like they're like trying to go everywhere but the camera and but the light like they're they're fucked up. Um, yeah, it's just it's just a lot, man. No one no one's going to do it. No one's no one's going to do it but you. Um, I've seen the real life results of that. Yeah, I'm sure it's yeah, it's it can be a lot man. you can do that's I just r- realized like even with all my biggest the things that I'm most proud of that I've done. All of those things come back to me. You know, obviously you the thing is opportunity like you make your own opportunities. Um, Obviously, people are in other positions. You know, some people have more privileged positions than others, for sure. Um, But there's a lot of of your own luck that you can create. And I I do believe that. And um, yeah, just just keep keep at it. Um, Lastly, this fucking this writer strike and actor strike is going to be crazy, bro. we talked about about it maybe a month or so ago i think when i had Coco on maybe before i had Coco on um about uh the writer's strike when that had started that's been going on for a while man and we were talking about how that's gonna hurt you know some movies and tv because of course the stuff that had already been written could still be made and it was still being made but now that the the actors guild is uh is protesting as well is on strike as well it's You guys are not gonna have your movies. You're not gonna have your TV shows. The shit's not gonna happen. It's not gonna get made. And I'll and and I'll tell you this. This this is what fucks. This is why everybody loses with this shit when companies want to be greedy. Um, Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney, came out and said uh, that they need to spend less money. Even so, he's being asked about like the strike and everything, and about how like what you know what we can do. Like what is the how should this be looked at and handled, or whatever? And his response is that this is this is gonna. I can't. I don't know if this was him or not um, specifically. I don't want to quote him exactly because I don't have it in front of me. But basically, um, they need to spend less money on the shows and movies that they are making and make less of them. So pay the people less and make less of them. And a report came out. I don't remember exactly who this was from, but it was basically one of the proposals. In the new whatever new agreement between the Actors Guild and um, and these companies, I don't know exactly how it works. That said, in the proposal that for background actors, so reg most regular people, especially like regular actors that are starting out in at maybe the L.A. scene or somewhere else that has a big film scene, um, that background actors would be paid 150 bucks or whatever the single day rate would be. They would come in to a studio, be like full body scanned, um, get paid for that one day of work. And then the companies, so Universal, Disney, um, Paramount, whoever, could use them and their likeness, you know, through CGI, through whatever, AI, whatever, to perpetually use it as a background character as long as they want, forever. They own that scan, And so that that was like one of, um, among millions of other th- reasons that the people are on strike right now, that the uh, actors and writers are on strike. And I, I just, I don't know, bro. It's, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad that these companies, someone broke it down. I just saw a video of somebody breaking down that it was like how much each of these companies would have to pay more um, to actually uh, to appease what the actors are, are are asking for, the actors and writers are asking for. And it came out to like Disney's was like they would have to pay 0.01 more percent of their profit. And then it was Universal's was I, I, I'm throwing random ones off. These are not exact numbers was 0.04 point. Like we're talking percentages of a percentage. And they're like, nah. We can't do it. What we need to do is make less of it. And what sucks? This is what sucks about the entertainment industry um, is that like these companies don't give a. They do not give a fuck about art. They never have cared about art. They've never once cared about the. Um, they've never once cared about film. They've never once cared about uh, acting. They've never once cared about writers. Any any of that. They care about making money. And so what are they going to do now? You're going to see a bunch a bunch of reality TV shows popping up because the thing is if you're somebody that wants to make it in entertainment, right? It is such a blood sucking like evil industry where like they know that everyone wants this thing and if you have nothing right now. Who like if if I come to you and I'm a company and we're like hey, we're going to give you 20,000 bucks be on this reality TV show or a chance to win this on this reality TV show. Um, are you going to go I'm broke making no money let me stand out like I'm I'm potentially starving maybe going homeless going broke whatever because I'm going to hold out with these people on strike or am I going to do that this cheap TV because maybe you're not in the actors guild maybe you're just a regular actor who's not isn't in the union yet that's what's fucked up is there's union and non-union actors and And what's going to happen now is you're going to see a lot of shitty shows get made or a lot of fucking reality TV shows get made because studios don't have to pay those people how they would have to pay. What the fuck was that? I thought thought there was just a bug on me. Um, The studios don't have to pay them. And so that's what they're going to do. They're just going to turn out – they're going to figure out whatever they can do to make more money. They're going to release random – maybe they're going to release deleted scenes. They're going to re-release things that have already been made. And, and it's all fucked because of streaming as well, because that's the other part of it is that companies, when Netflix got popular and all these other streaming companies came in, um, there was a lot of gray area as to like what a stream should be pay of a movie should pay out royalty wise. And, uh, I don't know the details on that, but apparently it's not been very fair to both writers and actors as well as every, I mean, I'm sure everybody that works on the movies um and uh before how it previously worked is like if i made a movie tomorrow and i released it in the theaters let's say it was in the theaters for 6 weeks all theaters across the world anybody that buys a ticket to that movie for those 6 weeks i'm getting paid something on that and so is everybody that worked on that movie you know that that had royalties in their contract or whatever which is most of the people um they're all getting paid for that uh anytime someone buys a ticket for those 6 weeks then let's say it's out of the theaters now So then maybe six months after it's been out, eight months, maybe a year, the DVD release comes out with some extra goodies and whatever, and that sells for 15, 20 bucks. Maybe there's a Blu-ray for 30 and a super whatever edition for 50. Those things, anytime one of those got bought, a percentage of that is getting sent to each of the people that are supposed to get royalties. On top of that, anytime it got played on TV, a percentage of that was getting paid by royalties, uh, getting paid um, in royalties to people that were, you know, supposed to get them. With streaming, they basically tried, the companies are trying to argue any way that they can to pay people either less or, or none. None, no royalties. Um, and uh, it's scary, bro. It, it really is scary. And if you think, it just i don't know it's it's tough because it's like i'm sure i mean i don't want to say i i I think that but it's not true you might think on like the outside looking in like oh maybe they are making less money because we're not buying the ticket and then you know buying a dvd like we're just maybe we go see a movie if we want to um and if or and or if not we just wait till it comes on streaming and watch it on streaming but either way if even if we did watch it in theaters once it gets on streaming that's Technically, I could watch six movies, seven movies, really infinite mo- amount of movies um, for whatever my subscription cost is um, as opposed to buying a $10, or $15 DVD every time a new movie came out. So you might think like, oh, these companies are making less money, but it's not true. They're making more money. They're making more money and their CEOs are making, I believe the statistic is like 400 or 500 times what the like lowest paid workers are making. Um, and, like, that's fucked up. I think it was, like, 20 or 40 years ago or something like that, the CEO of, like, Disney or whatever would be making 100 times more, which is still not great. But think about the fact that it has gotten that much more steep, that they're now making 400 times more. Not good. And the people aren't getting paid more. So it's it's not good, bro. And you're going to see, as, as a consumer, it's going to suck for you. It's going to suck for me because there are shows and movies that I love. The Boys was filming. Was was trying to finish up their their new season, and they uh, I just saw one of the actors um, post that they were done, they were stopping in solidarity with the um, with the rest of the Actors Guild. They were going to be stopping production because none of the actors could do it. And you got to think about it like this too. This this might be fucked up. This is where my mind goes, Um, and not just because of like strikes. It it happens too when like uh, a TV show is really good or a movie is really good, like a series. And I know like that just people age. Think about, like, your favorite show or movie. Depending on how old the people, the characters are of these movies and shows, like, however long this strike is, movies take a long time to make. TV shows take a long time to make. If they were set to do it this year, and now it's getting stopped because of this, however long this goes on, once it's everything's agreed on, you still have to then, like, fix other people's contracts and then get started up again in production and then go through production and then post-production before whatever thing it is that you're looking forward to, a TV show, movie, whatever, can even come out. So, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's just tough. Like, certain people are going to age out of roles, man. Maybe that's a silly thing to be upset about. It's probably the least of our worries, right? But it's like TV shows are going to get hurt, man. TV shows, I think, are going to get hit the, hurt the worst, especially a good TV show today when, in streaming and whatnot is hard to come by. I mean, there's, there's quite a few good ones, but there's also a lot of shit. That gets released now, because they these companies do try to go the cheap route, and uh, I'm just I'm bummed, man. I'm bummed that these people aren't getting paid what they're worth, because they de- they deserve it, man. They think about what a movie does or what a TV show does for you. It just give, it gives you an experience that allows you to just plug into that for however long, 30 minutes if it's a TV show, an hour and a half if it's a movie. And just focus on that and just enjoy that, and then afterwards too. That's the thing. You have first off before you have the anticipation. Afterwards, you can, you digest it. You sit with it. it. It can move you, man. Like, think about the movies that maybe have inspired you to do something. Think about how many times somebody saw a movie and that ended up doing being what they did for their career was whatever the main character did of that film. Like, it happens all the fucking time, dude. And, like, these people do not care about the art. They do not care about that at all. They don't care about the human experience. They care about money. And it's crazy. I was editing a clip this morning of me and my brother talking about how it's wild that we are actively choosing a a fabric that we assigned a value to over people, over art, over fucking love. Like it's just like that might sound corny, that might sound stupid, but it's just like what's the what is the point, bro? Like we're destroying the planet for more Pieces of of cotton and whatever green dyed fabric that came from the planet. It's just stupid, bro. It's just silly. Like we're we're ruining people's lives like somebody was quoted. I'm going to read this because I, I don't want to misquote this. This is like the most probably the worst quote of this whole thing. Um, let me just see this real quick. Uh, CEO response to um, writers and actors strike because I got to get this because this is disgusting this is where it gets and actors strike I apologize for the the two seconds of of dead air I'm going to do my best Um, CEO yeah so Disney's CEO who just came back Bob Iger uh, said that the striking actors and writers demands are just not realistic um and, uh, I'm trying to find, that's not even the worst one. I'm trying to find the, we will ride this out. Uh, we will ride this out until people are, I don't want to spoil what they say. Um, Hollywood, God damn it, I can't find it. Basically, I, I can't, I don't want to misquote it, dude. That's fucked up. Um, basically one of this an insider an unfaced they they no one gave the the name the identity of this person they said it um with their identity withheld said that uh we're gonna ride this out till people start losing their homes and going hungry these people are being crazy like we're not gonna pay these actors any more money and it's like i like what bro like the the fucked up part about it is like these CEOs are making so much money and they're not doing anything. They're not making anything. I'm not saying they're not doing anything. They're not creating anything. They're not the ones creating the product. But somehow they're getting paid the most. To do what? To do what? They don't, they don't green light the shows, the movies. They have somebody else that's doing that. You know, Bob Higer's not in there personally fucking bar for barring the fucking new Star Wars movie. You know, it's just bad, man. It's just tough. You just hate to see it. It's like, I don't know. I don't know how you fix it. I don't know what the demands are specifically of the um, Actors and Writers Guild. But, yeah, people were breaking it down. It was a certain monetary value and certain benefits and work requirements. Um that came down to, you know, potentially costing these companies a fraction of a fraction of a percentage. You know, like, that's what we, you guys don't understand, $100 million to a company like Disney is like .00001 per fucking percent of their profit. And they don't want to pay these people, like they won't give these people insurance. I I don't know, man. That's my piece on it. That's that's the show. That's where we're at today. Um, I appreciate you guys. I, maybe that's like really sad. Here we'll we we'll end on a good note. Uh, Harley Fest was was interesting. I got to meet some very nice bikers this weekend that were cool. Uh, got to see some cool bikes. Obviously you see some scary bikes as well. Um, but I did get some Tito's merchandise. I'm very sad I didn't get. That. There was a trucker hat I wanted that I did not get. But uh, yeah i got a patch here 2023 milwaukee america's greatest or no america's original craft vodka tito's um and i got a, a little boozy thing so that was cool um but yeah man that's all i got for you guys today i appreciate you guys tuned in uh as well as those who are listening days after over on spotify want to say a quick shout out to our patrons if you guys are interested in supporting the channel um as well as uh, getting behind-the-scenes access to exclusive podcasts, exclusive content, and a series that is exclusive to Patreon where I break down every single one of my songs, how I make them. Um, Go to patreon.com slash Darren Rita. You can help support the channel for as little as a dollar, dude. Like, why not? Um, Go check it out over there. We got some cool stuff. Um, Just posted a behind-the-scenes video of uh, me and P. Dizzy uh, last week. So... Um, with that being said, I want to say one last quick shout out to uh, Go Nuts for sponsoring this episode. I'm on the screen right now. Homies, do it. We got them. They're here. I've got one. Check it out. Use my link. Um, they're doing their thing over there. I, uh, I recommend it. Um, on top of that, uh, this has been the 211th episode of the Detox Podcast. I'll see you guys next week. Peace.